Era, era, two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we're we're gonna catch up with a few with a few people, uh, chat with a few of our friends. We consider them friends. I think you know. I think we've had some contentious moments with these people in the past, but uh, we're not we're willing to forgive and forget, right, Chris? I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we want to definitely catch up, uh, see what they're up to, and I mean, I know they had their thoughts about the controversial shy top twenty-five. Yes, or shy twenty-five as well. Oh. Which one is the official one? Now you got me all. Shy twenty five. Shy twenty five. Let me let me regretfully take this back for all you YouTube watchers. Shy twenty five. Shy twenty five. Basically, it's um, it's a list of twenty five wrestlers who you know in order we we thought based on the the criteria and their Chicago stays and and you know our us basically. Seeing them, seeing them wrestle over and over in the promotions that we frequent, uh, we decided to put this list out there. And there's definitely a lot of opinions about it, but it's all um, it's all good fun. Yeah, Shy twenty five. There, that, that looks good. better. That was good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that you know it's January twenty fifth, and we're recording this. We've talked about this. We, the article got a lot of uh, love, a lot of hate. I think it stirred some discussion. I think it brought, you know, brought some good traffic to the site. We're going to kind of put it to bed. It'll always be on our site, twosandface.com. We're going to kind of put it to bed, I think, with this discussion. We just wanted to get a couple people more opinions on it. Um, and uh, there's one person who's very vocal. We're going to have him on. Um, whenever he's in the lobby, we can bring him in. I don't think he's joined yet, but... Uh, yeah, Mr. I mean, Mr. Trevor Outlaw did not like that he was left off of, you know, that set list. So I think that he complained so much, you know, it only felt right to kind of have him join the podcast and have a medium where he the invitation was extended content. for sure. Yeah, the invitation you was know. extended. You know, I mean, he's he's got like a really young career still. He's still really, you know, ripe. I guess you could say in his career and. Uh, we plan I mean, to do this. I'll, list I'll give it to him. You know, he started off hot, and you know, he's he 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 did his his thing for for a little bit, but you know, injuries put him out, and you know, he just didn't make the cut for the twenty five. I mean, we'll see what you know what he has to say about that. Yeah, uh, Chris, what how how have you been though? Like otherwise, what's going on? I've been doing okay, man. Uh, family safe. Uh, this this uh, uh mandate and I want to get too crazy about that, but um okay. about um we were supposed to take it to Disney on Ice, um this past weekend, and because she needed to be fully vaccinated, not partial vaccinated, like okay. she needed both shots, we couldn't go, we couldn't attend. Uh. So, um, you know, we we're we're going to go to Milwaukee because <laughs> we were able to push the tickets out. Okay, um, but but yeah, like that was that was just a, one one of those things. Is like uh, I guess you know, like I'm I'm you know, me personally, I'm I'm for the vaccine, but with kids, it's a little trick trickier, and especially during this time where like everybody's trying to who was not vaccinated is trying to get vaccinated, 
and it's just like schedules just didn't line up and you know she she just couldn't couldn't attend so um but outside of that man like just working and podcasting and i you know i think we we, we skipped last week and it seems like this is the the 22 cadence like we were we're pushing on episodes every other week yeah and we can continue with that cadence i think i think that maybe it fits our schedules a little bit better you know i think we have listeners but we're not they're not clamoring at the door every week they're like hey when are you releasing we have another? some faithful listeners shout out to them yeah thank you yeah yeah <laughs> i think so but uh you know we're we we schedule the podcast around our life we don't schedule our life around the podcast does that make sense I guess so. I mean, this is our is this, is this our way of getting back at wrestling for not being around <laughs> the last year? <laughs> no, um, no, I would never but, do that. But you know who hasn't been around a whole lot? Uh, it's uh, one of our guests here that's joining yeah. us, Mr. Trevor Outlaw. He he's in the lobby. He's banging at the door. You okay. know, he 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 likes the attention. So let's bring him in. <laughs> let's do that. Hello, what's up, loser? what's up, losers? How are you doing? Good. How are you? Hey. I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. Your check, your check cleared. Your check cleared, so you can add my name to your tagline. You know? I figured you would buy a different shirt this time around. I mean, but you're wearing the same Jericho lookalike shirt. But a Jericho lookalike shirt. I've been wearing leopard print for God knows how long, and that's the best you've got. You guys, like literally, you guys just take shots at me every time, every opportunity you guys get, and none of them stick. It's like you got to do the pasta test, right? You know, if you throw it at the wall and it doesn't stick, it's not ready yet. Um, so take notes on that. You know, kind kind of like the the the. Do you even, do you the, guys even know how to boil water? Uh, I oh. think so. No, I got I that so. down, but just kind of like <laughs> when when you mentioned like about not sticking, like the fact that your name did not stick out in that twenty five list. Yeah, uh, we wanted to get your you're very vocal about it. So I mean, I'm assuming you read it. Uh, yeah, you, I read it. You guys are you... fucking. You guys are fucking marks. Half those people, either a barely wrestle in Chicago, or b the other half. I've already beaten them. You guys did that to get attention to get the attention of myself and several other people who probably just have their tails between their legs. But that list is bullshit, and you know it's bullshit. And you got look at I can see. Look at that. Sh- I I don't know if this is going to be out on video. With that shit-eating grin you have on your face right now. I don't know. I'm just so happy to see you. I mean, we haven't talked in so long. Yeah, we uh, should have kept it that way. You know, I, I've been going fucking stir-crazy at home. But honestly, I would rather be sitting in silence staring at a wall than talking to you right now. How is how is the recovery process? Like, first of all, sorry about your injury. We we don't we we don't wish injuries. On oh, anyone. kiss my kiss my ass! You guys were totally amongst all of the ones in the crowd saying that I deserved it and wishing that shit upon me. Boo hoo! You you know what? I'm ahead of schedule and I'm doing great. Okay. Um, I'm I'm six weeks post op and I'm already walking. I'm already back in the gym doing all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna give anybody else any more insiders than that. Just know that I'm ahead of schedule. I mean. It, everybody should have anticipated that anyways, because I mean, I, my, my ACL and meniscus were torn my entire career and I've already done all of the things that I have. I've already beaten all the people on your stupid ass list and yeah. I'm going to come back even better. So I don't know exactly when I'm going to come back. You know, I was plotting maybe something yeah. for my birthday. Um, maybe right when I get cleared, 
honestly, I'm not on anybody else's timeline but myself. There's a lot yeah. of shit not happening in wrestling. Um, quite frankly, I think wrestling is missing out without having me around. So okay. that's what we're doing our best to bring you on and keep you yeah. relevant, you know, so people don't forget about you. Right. I mean, I'll be I'll be fine without you guys. I wasn't really too concerned about that, but <laughs> okay. we, we uh, care about the indie scene, you know. You you were doing. You good, guys man. don't care about shit. We, we, you know, did, I know you read the criteria of the article. There was nothing about like wins and loss. Like records weren't taken into account, you know. So that was not part of the criteria. No, this is this was just your guys's little fanboy fanboy uh, list. No, I mean I think it was a fair assessment. Hey, you know what? I at... will say I will say the only the only uh, the only fair assessment on there was 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 Jeff. Jeff. So speaking of Jeff, we're gonna have him on after you. Um, not that I we're trying you, to kick you out. I, now. We're not. I hope you treat him. I hope you treat him better than you treat me because honestly, you guys are you guys are dicks. And the fact that I even agreed to this in the first place is is just just I'm at a loss for words. I, I, you know, I, I didn't want to take this interview, but I'm glad I did because I really did want to talk to you guys about that list. I, it was bullshit. Um, Your name is technically I, on it um, in the article. You guys went out of there's your a, way. You guys out of, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you went out of your way to take time during this to talk about me not being in it, which means you guys know. That if that list had any legitimacy to it, if it wasn't some bullshit that you guys came up with when you guys were taking a few beers back, you guys would have known I would have been at the top of that list. No, I mean it was it was uh, it was just to recap the year. I mean a healthy discussion. We wanted you yeah, to yeah recap your piece, recap you know? recap recap the year. You should uh, th that month alone. My name my name was everywhere. If there was snow all over this year, my piss would be covered in it. <laughs> okay does does maybe the lack of was like maybe a lack of titles or i mean where can you improve on you think in 2022 when you come back where's the area of focus um you know are I think you dropping the clown of, that would shut be up, a start I'm talking <laughs> uh i think there were parts of the year where i was still in a mindset where it was like you know wait for your opportunity wait for your opportunity but no nah, you got to okay. just take shit and make it for yourself um, I'm not really too concerned about, you know, titles and, and belts and, you know, having a having the picture of it on my Instagram and all that jazz, because quite frankly, I don't need titles. Um, okay. you know, the man makes the title, not the title makes the man. So, you know, when somebody well, needs, when, title? When, I mean, I'm, I'm a man, whether I've got a title or not, you know, I'm just doing my thing. True. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, Another bump in a row. I mean, last time we talked to you, I think you had a, a sore uh, groin area. So, I mean, it's not that. That's that's a positive thing. Um, so, you know, I, I think you should make some some promos or some videos kind of updating us on your recovery process. And like Chris said, then, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Trevor's still coming back. And then we can kind of build that up into some kind yeah. of comeback, you know. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I, I actually have an idea as well. <laughs> Why don't you take your opinion and that idea and shove it straight up your ass? How about that? Okay. Uh, it's, I, it's always a possibility, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I think that would be good. Hey, hang on. I got, a, I got a question for you real quick. Uh, real okay. quick. <laughs> He's he gone. did it again. 
He's gone. <laughs> Isn't that what Monix did to us too? Although Monix was not invited to that fucking podcast. But and I, like, I wasn't. I, I I think I missed out on that on that episode when I saw that he he got in there and I was like, yeah. Charlie, what's going on over there? You know, I thought our security measures were up to date, but you know, Monix made it through, and now we invite I mean, this guy and. You know, I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers. Again. I would never point fingers, Chris. Is I honestly, I think, <laughs> I think you're the heart and soul of this podcast. I've said it before. I think if compadre Chris were to, in theory, leave two heels in a face, I think a lot of our identity would would leave. I've always said that people like you more than they like me. But you're the tech guy, so if you're, we're gonna you're gonna come at me. <laughs> For a, a, a security <laughs> violation, I'm gonna be like, "Well, uh, you should consult fair, our tech fair department." You know? <laughs> yeah, tech department. I'll, I'll take that. But um, you know, I, I think people just got used to seeing me, and now this uh, new compadre Chris does not go to wrestling shows, so we're on the same boat, man. Now, if we make it another year with two heels in the face, that'll be something, because um, you know, people definitely want to. It's about building community, man, and I miss that. I miss that a lot, and that weighs heavily on me that that I haven't been out there. But you know, it is what it is, and um, I mean, regular wrestling. We always said wrestling is still online, and we can watch it and and, and do what you know. We we came up with this list that gave the community a little bit to talk about. Um, yeah, I mean, and Trevor's right in a sense that the first of all, don't feel bad. I mean, you had you should never feel bad. You have three children, okay. Oh, absolutely children, but you know it's like, still shit, like shit gets in the way it's like for example when you know i was like you know when i was growing older and i couldn't you know go play soccer as much like same same kind of deal where it's like yeah i'll watch soccer on tv like by the way the playoff games for football this weekend they were insane um dude maybe the best playoff few, maybe yeah. the best week playoff football weekend did you watch any Ever. Um I yes, I watched uh what was Sunday? Uh was it Tampa Bay? Yeah, Tampa Bay Sunday? Rams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I heard about the Packers game. Uh that took oh, place yeah. on Saturday. Um but then I started seeing all these uh like what what's to yeah, who who else better to explain this to me than you? What's okay. the talk about wanting to get rid of overtime? Okay, so the over the NFL overtime rules. They used to be that. It used to be that the first team to score wins. Mm-hmm. So I remember that a team just had to get in the field goal range, and they would kick a field goal. They would win. They win. Mm-hmm. And so college overtime rules um, are a little different than the NFL. I think you, if you score, then the other team gets a chance to also score, and if they don't, then you win, or something okay. like that. I think that's roughly what it is. NFLs have slightly changed where if you kick a field goal on your opening drive, then the other team gets a chance on offense to either kick a field goal or score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. If they score a touchdown, that, that that's the second team that gets the ball. They would win the game. But if you score a touchdown on your first drive, you win the game. So mm-hmm. because this it was so back and forth, back and forth, there was like 25 points scored in like the fourth quarter or yeah. something like that. There is a, we, you, the viewers, this is, this is an all time different, different uh, people, different football fans like different types of games. I think this is like the, the game that appeals to literally like diehard football fans to casual football fans to just Pete to like 
people that don't even like football might be entertained by this because it was just yeah. offense, offense, offense. So they wanted to see Josh Allen get a chance to to drive yeah. down the field and score. So, uh, well, you got to play. I, I like. I, I I get that, and I wouldn't mind a rule change at all. I wouldn't mind a rule change, but you got to play defense too. Like the Bills, I know, but stop, like stop. You got to stop stop them at some point. Like <laughs> right, you know, you it just takes it going forever. There's yeah. three phases. There's deep offense, defense, and special teams. So the defense could not step up, and that's kind of like on, mm-hmm. on them, you know. So yeah, with with soccer back in the day, they used to have this rule called. Uh, I mean, there's there's definitely you could you could have ties in a soccer game, but if you're like mm-hmm. at playoff mode, then um, depending on which game, because usually when it's playoffs, depending if it's like if it's World Cup, then it's right straight playoff. There's no two game or whatever. It's just one game. Either you win or you lose and you move on. Um, but back then, I maybe like, I think probably the last World Cup that had it was 1998. They had a golden goal rule. Whoever scores wins and the, the game ends there if you ended up going to overtime. Mm. But now okay. they changed it where you play another two halves, yeah. 15 minute halves. And then at the end, like if somebody's winning, they're the winner. If not, then you go to, you go to, to the penalty box. Right. I think um, I like Golden Goal better. Golden Goal was exciting, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's really hard to score in soccer. A lot harder than in most sports. In my opinion. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's like a lot less scoring, I think. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, that, that was the, like, that was a very exciting weekend uh, with, with football for sure. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, World Cup this year. Uh, by the way, we're just kind of bantering because we're waiting for our next guest. So if you're sticking <laughs> with us, please stick with us because uh, yes. we got GPA coming on. We sent him the link to join. Uh, yeah, so he should join he sometime does. soon. I mean, he's definitely taking uh, advantage that he's number one in our list. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to him about it. We got some questions lined up. I want to hear his thoughts on the Bears as well. We hired a new general manager today. Before we get into that, so World Cup this year. World Cup in December. I think it's, it's in Dece- oh, November, November of- December because it's in Qatar. Qatar is extremely hot. Dude, so why are they doing to- it there, dude? Why Qatar? That, like- it's FIFA. Fucking just dirty money everywhere. That's basically what it is. So they got paid by Qatar, you think, to then? Uh, th- there's definitely some, some you know, some but something like, going that's on so there. Fucking, this is the most random country ever to do it. No offense to Qatar. I mean, they, they like- have the money. It's a, it's a very wealthy country, but... Okay. You're gonna like they build all these stadiums. Stadiums, I think, are air conditioned, obviously because of the reason that it's extremely hot. But I think they're still, you know, for safety. Yeah, but they had to like they had to like hurt people to do it. They're like people absolutely, were yeah. Like, like that, I mean, and that's what you know. You know, I guess the the, uh, I guess the good-hearted people or whatnot that you know love soccer, but FIFA is the one, the organization that rules this whole thing. Is like when you had this World Cup in South Africa. It was great, but you build all these stadiums, kick people out, you know, out of neighborhoods, and then ultimately the stadiums are there empty. They're not being used for anything anymore. That's um, also, so, that also sucks. Yeah. Like right. what's Qatar Brazil also kind of went through that. Yeah. Okay. So I think that, so after Qatar, the next World Cup would be, it's split up into the three countries, uh, Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. Really? So Wait, all, so yeah, all games are going to be played throughout the three countries. That makes a lot more sense to split it between mm-hmm. 
countries. So I think they're then... going to call it like North America World Cup or something like that. Yeah, because then Qatar just maybe has to build one stadium and maybe just say like, maybe have them get the bid, but like, okay, you can't host one until you have the stadium built. So they don't have to rush it. And like people can work normal labor. Well, that's the thing, whether they rush it or not, like they'll be relocated no matter what. So uh, yeah. it's, it's a lot of politics with, with, with FIFA and how they handle things, but yeah, looking forward to not, well, this world cup, you know, whatever it brings, but next world cup will be split into three countries. Chicago's not getting a game for sure. No. Well, I mean, um, where, where the fuck are we gonna like is soldier is soldier, soldier field just field doesn't could, I mean they just they don't it hold. doesn't hold any it doesn't hold a lot of people. Yeah, they could hold an exhibition, but not a World Cup game. Like no. Uh you know, for sure, like Rose Bowl will get a game. Um the Texas Stadium, okay. you know, they'll get a game. And I think yeah, I think yeah, yeah. the the final um, the final match Jerry's will be world. will take place in, uh, in Mexico City. Um, okay, that's cool. I mean, I think that I think that Mexico deserves that, considering their soccer history. Yeah, know? I mean, last World Cup that was in Mexico, I believe '86. I wasn't even born. Right. Then USA have won in like '94. '94 was US. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think final was at the Rose Bowl. Okay. Yeah, that that seems it just seems so much better to spread it out, like resource wise. Um it's eight twenty five, we're continuing to wait on, on Jeffrey. Yep. Um did you see the Bears hire a new GM today? I did not. I know they were in the process of, but I didn't I don't know what happened today. Yeah. The most exciting thing is that the new GM would not get hired unless he said he gets to pick the head coach, ah. which is a, which like makes hundred percent sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because the people above the new GM are not football guys; they're business people. Gotcha, gotcha. Our president is, has an accounting background. Our chairman George McCaskey has a ticketing background, and he's part of the family. Um, so why would the, you then hire someone who you think is best to coach this team? Because our, G, our GM has like player personnel experience. He was a player. He then has scouted players. Mm-hmm. So, and now we don't have to force a, in the past we were forcing general manager and head coach pairings together. We were for like, they didn't have a say in each other. And usually it should start top from top to bottom. To bottom right. Yeah. Yes. So the cool thing is the GM's like, no, like, this is my, this is, I'm hiring this head coach, like taking ownership of it. It makes sense to be, for it to be his responsibility. And then there's no, there's a, there's a pool, right? It might not be the most ideal, but there's a pool of head coach mm-hmm. candidates that we've interviewed, but he gets to pick the best one in that pool. So that's the most exciting part, I think, is that like process changes like that are key you know i think talking about um you know pool of talent um i do want to call out the fact that i I don't know if you saw that sam adonis has a warrior wrestling lucha title yes we should talk about that that's fucking sweet so it's cool that they went that route obviously because of his experience I mean, in the, and he's, in the you know, heavily, uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously he comes with that background of, of being, you know, a, 
a big name in in Mexico and kind of having that that uh, that experience with the lucha style. But um, yeah, with with um, is definitely holding that title for for quite some time and and really putting it over. Samadon is kind of holding that title now. It's it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. Like because we've seen his consistency within the world wrestling, um, you know, promotion basically just throughout the, all of their shows. Yeah, I mean, I I think that I know that Warrior Wrestling recently had a show this past weekend. I want to check it out. Um, I want to watch that match. I think potentially we should have try to ask Sam to maybe have him on the podcast in the future. So I know I think he's open to that, at least based on yeah, where else I've nice seen guy. him. Mm-hmm. Super nice I mean, guy. He, he's rude, though, but, but he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was on the Shy 25 list. So let me just read up while we're waiting for Jeff. It's about 828 right now. I'll message him. Um, but uh, I want to read the criteria. For oh, this the list. criteria. Okay, right go for before, it. Hopefully before we talk to Jeff. Okay. The wrestlers on this on this list were chosen because of the consistent work they produced in 2021. So consistent. I mean, what does mm-hmm. that what does consistency mean? Is it mean five matches? Does it mean ten matches? It's a little bit just it was 2021, uh, all right. Consistent. Up for yeah. <laughs> These wrestlers performed for one or many of the following promotions: Zello, Pro, AAW, Freelance Wrestling, Freelance Underground, Ward Wrestling. To be clear, there are many other great promotions in the Chicagoland area, such as Black Label Pro. Shout out to Tyler, who's running his own show. I saw um, that, we're, yeah. We're going to have, have him on to promote that when the time comes. I think it might be June. Um, so there are many great promotions in the Chicagoland area, such as Black Label Pro, but only five were considered making this list because of the five promotions we cover closely. The wrestlers don't, the wrestlers don't need to be from or currently reside in Chicago. So there was a Chicago wrestler who came at us for that. They don't need to be Shy 25, it means just means you wrestled in this area or for one of these Chicagoland promotions. Doesn't mean you need to be in Chicago. So right. they don't need to currently be from or currently reside. They don't need to have trained in Chicago either to have made this list. The wrestler held a title for a promotion and consistently wrestled in a promotion's big feature matches in 2021. They were considered higher on the list. Tag teams can be included and they will take up one spot as a team. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Um, and actually, we have Mr. GPA in the lobby. All right, let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. He lives. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. How's it going, man? Uh, not too bad. It's uh, kind of a slow time just for a number of reasons, but uh, otherwise, things are going pretty well. Nice. Well, I'm glad. I'm hopeful. Glad we could maybe fill one of your nights with uh, something wrestling related. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice change of pace. Yeah, uh, Chris, you want to clap it up? Congrats on being number one. And we don't say that. Have <laughs> <Let me> you see? <laughs> uh, it reminded me of uh, heavyweights. Where he's like, he's like get, on, get on the scale. I don't know if you've seen that. You're a '90s kid, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, although albeit, albeit we're not PWI, we never will be. Um, you know, albeit I, the list would, had a lot of thought put into it. It had a specific criteria. I think you wholeheartedly met that criteria because of different promotions that you wrestled for and held their main title 
and we're always in a very, very like relevant match to the top of that card. Um, you, I mean, you got your, you had your hand in a lot of, and like three of those five promotions that we looked at. So, um, just congrats. I mean, congrats to you. I don't, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what were your thoughts on it on the list? It was, it was cool. It was, <clears throat> it was nice to hear. Um, cause it, it's just sort of like the nature of wrestling today where you're never quite sure who's paying attention to what you're doing. You know, okay. it feels like, you know, it feels like the news cycle turns over literally every 24 hours. So you can have the greatest match anyone's ever seen. And then the next day, a new match gets announced and nobody remembers what happened the night before. So it's like, you know, it's sure. tough to know. It's tough to know if like the the totality of your work is being appreciated. So it was nice to see that, you know, at least if nobody else, I have you guys who are, you know, paying attention <laughs> to the things that I'm doing. Yeah, I told I told Chris, I mean, you've 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 there's some stuff I think we'll never forgive. We'll never forgive you for some stuff that has happened in your career, but I, I don't feel like we're meeting on hostile terms, you know, for, for the, the first time in a bit. So, or, you know, we don't, we don't have anything really mean to say. And I think that's good. You know, maybe we're turning over a new leaf with our relationship. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, let's not go nuts. I'm sure if you really <laughs> wanted to, you know, you could probably say some mean things, but you know, it's, it's nice to, change from the usual course every now and then and you know i'll, yeah, I'll not, accept not, not at all yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I won't expect it to be a trend or anything but you know i'll take it for today <laughs> oh that's great um uh i don't want to transition into into we're not like i just this is a terrible transition because we just said we weren't gonna sling <laughs> any mud but the the, what happened with that Calvin Tankwin match? I mean, I, I think I, I was like taking a bite of my pizza and then it, it was over. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, that's uh, we're still filing some paperwork to make sure that, you know, everything was <laughs> on the up and up. I don't know if the referee was licensed that night. Uh, mm. I don't know, you know, if maybe the uh, I don't know, if Tankman signed the appropriate paperwork. So, I mean, we're still looking into some things uh, regarding okay. that match. But, uh, you know, it was it was an aberration. It was uh you know, just a, a fluke. It was, it was nothing. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into that. Uh, it's, it's, it's still being looked over. So, you know, no, no reason, no reason to uh, really dwell on that. Okay, cool. Um, sounds like, yeah. The page, uh, we can, you know, talk about the, the, the Zello pro uh, title run. I mean, you, I, I, I believe you acquired the title in that ladder match, right? Yeah, that was in uh, I want to say June or July, sometime. Yeah, like early yeah summer. This year, making the drive out there, um, and and you've been holding on to that title. I mean, I know uh, there's like I think the last match that I actually got to see live was you and Laney against um, it was a tag match against Jordan and Jordan, Gresham? yeah, and Gresham, yeah, yeah, and I mean. It, there's there, there's something there like you know with you and laney tagging like that kind of like started you know charlie and i started fantasy booking a little bit you know um there's there's some storylines to be had there but um mm -hmm. you know what what's your written experience what's been your um experience like as the cello champion it's it's been interesting because like i feel my highest profile matches are happening at zello but i'm also not quite sure 
it's getting the highest percentage of the audience. Like I feel like freelance shows get a ton of people, the underground shows get a good amount of people. And I feel like Zello is still kind of in the developmental stages when it comes to like uh, national attention, let's say. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. We have a decent following um, in the Chicagoland area. But one of the unique things about Zello is that they don't really have like one solid home base. Yeah. You know, there's some shows in Chicago, a lot of shows in Milwaukee. Uh, we even went out to Nebraska and like Kansas City. And, you know, so they're really trying to sort of make a footprint all over the place as opposed to just, you know, isolating themselves in Chicago. So it's like, I think the matches that I've had for Zello have been my favorites of the year. Um, but it's one of those okay. where it's like, it's, that kind of goes back to what I was saying in the beginning where it's like, I don't know that many, many people have seen those matches because i feel like zello is kind of you know still on the come up as opposed to being an established name like a warrior or a freelance so um yeah it's definitely you know it's, it's always a huge accomplishment to win any company's title and this is uh i was the inaugural men's champion for zello which is really right. cool so, right right you know so you know things like that are really rewarding but you know there's still a lot of work to be done in terms of establishing zello to a, a wider audience okay cool and i think that's fair um the I think I want to know like hear your thoughts on your tag matches with Laney. I just think that's interesting because we were kind of talking about it too at at the end of that Monic show. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> where where it was is it, I don't know kind of who started this trend. It still seems to be a relevant a relevant trend. Um, but the the couples right tagging. And that's still going on. A match happened at Warrior recently. It was Kylie and Isaiah, I believe, against two other people. So, to, uh, and you are obviously got to wrestle Gresham and Jordan, two power, like uh, two people who made it really high on the Shy 25 list. Well, you made it higher, of course. Congrats. Um, <laughs> but talk to, talk to me about tagging with Laney. Is the process different or just like how has that experience been? Because I think that's an interesting concept of tagging with your significant other. other. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. We've actually only had the one official match. Okay. Um, we've kind of become more involved in each other's uh, situations and different. Yeah, your feuds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, in terms of official matches, we've only had uh, that one. But yeah, that's kind of something I've been trying to push for this year. Mm -hmm. Is because uh, I don't know, it, it's just kind of coincidence. There's just been so many like publicized couples in wrestling. Just you know through happenstance or whatever there's so many couples now on the independence and right. you know in companies that in companies that allow you know their talent to to tour the independence also so i feel like there's something there whether it's i know there's a a company uh, or some people or whatever out east who are planning on doing like an all couples show uh, i think later in the spring or summer or something and cool. you know so yeah i feel like there's there's definitely something there and it's it's got an interesting sort of crossover appeal cuz you know if you're not particularly a fan of you know this company or that company i think any for everybody can appreciate like two couples fighting it out like there's something that's mm -hmm. not not just uh limited to wrestling there i think that that's kind of a a broader appeal so yeah i think that there's something there i don't know quite how to capitalize on it but i know me and laney have designs on on you know mixing it up with some of the more prominent teams the the pretty propers and the yeah, you know, the Jordan, the Jordan and Gresham situation is not resolved yet. So, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that we can do. It's just kind of a matter of finding uh, where and how to do it. Cool. Yeah, and no, I think it's an interesting, interesting concept. Yeah, if you, if that, 
tournament happens, a couples tournament happens and you're involved in it, obviously let us know. We'll definitely put the word out because I think that's just an interesting idea. Um, and speaking of sports-wise, I know you always tweet about sports. Um, uh, what the Bears hire, it's, it's very fresh. This happened today. It took up like two – don't tell my boss, but it took up like uh, maybe an hour of me, of me checking Twitter throughout the whole day combined. Um, uh, maybe an hour and a half. We'll see. But like what, what are your initial thoughts on that? Yeah, it, it's one of those like I don't – I don't have a ton of like knowledge of, of GMs and like their yeah. or even GM candidates and stuff. So like, I'm hearing good things about the guy that we hired. So, you know, I'll have to listen to, you know, my radio shows and podcasts and kind of see what the general temperature is on the whole thing. But I'm, the right. early reviews that I'm hearing are, are definitely positive. So, and I mean, it, you know, for God's sake, how could we get worse than pays for the last, <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic because it is the Bears. It's still the McCaskies. So, like, you can only right. be so optimistic. But, you know, the, the early early read is is positive. So, you know, we'll see what happens from there. Hopefully they give him the chance to hire his own coach and they don't just bestow one on him like they did to you know, the last guy. Well, the, the, uh, the, the pulse I'm hearing on Twitter is that he wouldn't take the job unless he got to pick his own coach. So I'm like, I'm very confident that that's happening, which is – which is refreshing. Yeah, which is, and you know, it's kind of common sense too. Like, you don't want to, yes, just be, you know, like told then the first day, all right, and you know, you maybe not like this guy, but he's yours. Figure it out. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Run a business. So, hopefully, you know, even though it's not their choice, they're being forced to do the smart things. Yeah. No, it's ironic because you see, use the phrase "run a business," and then there are business people. They are business people. Like George is a business person. He's not a owner of a football team, but he is owning a like. You know what I mean? Like he's a better business person than he is like a chairman of an organization that picks the, should pick the right coaches and players. So it's right. just like, it, yeah. It's like, and, and for some reason they just won't concede like all the football decisions to football people. Like they still have to have their yeah. fingerprints on everything, and they still have to be involved, even though it's not admittedly it's not their field of expertise but yeah i don't know we've been telling that story for my whole life and you know probably the lives of several generations before me so right oh well and i think i'm gonna cut myself off there because i feel like i could talk, do a whole podcast on it but i won't <laughs> um and this is about you jeff it's about your number one ranking you can you can show your your kids in the future whoever you even if you don't have kids your your nephews your nieces hey look i made i made a list here you know and you know what i just realized charlie um what? so at number two we have matt fitchett and i remember yes. when i went to that um rampage show here in chicago uh gpa and matt fitchett were 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 a team yeah oh yes and uh wow. for, for a dark match right yeah yeah there was i don't quite know why they paired us up. I mean, especially with Fitchett being an established tag guy with, you know, Davey Vega, but mm -hmm. yeah, it just sort of worked out that way. We both showed up and cause we actually rode out uh, together to the show. He lives uh, way out in like the St. Louis area or something, but he got contacted for that show. So he drove up, met up with me and Laney and we all drove out together and yeah, got there and realized, Oh, I guess we're a team tonight. So, you know, let's try to figure something out. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. I, I, you know, things just seem to happen like that. I think that's ironic. Um, 
I want to talk about Laney's ranking. And then Laney came in at 11. Now, I think when you consider every single person that has wrestled consistently in this area or for one of these five promotions, we would consider, I would still consider Zello a Chicagoland promotion, but you're right. They are kind of all over the place. Not in a bad way. They're just, that's how, that's how they operate and that's fine. Um, uh, Laney at 11, you think that's fair? Or would you put her uh, above anyone else on this? I mean, Thunder Rosa was 10. That might've been a little bit on purpose with me because I still kind of like that feud. And then Fred Yehai Fred was 12, so she was in between that. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and admit I have a little bit of bias here, but, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, I feel she could easily be top 10, top five. I mean, just like the body of work that she put out over the past year is, is you know, by far the best work that she's done. And I think that you can hold it up against really almost anybody, you know, whether it's strictly in Chicago or on the independence, like, you know, mm-hmm. it, personally, I don't understand how she's not, you know, fielding offers from everybody that's throwing contracts around. Like to me, she's okay. just ready. You know, she's got the look, she's got the character, she's got the the marketability, she's got the in-ring ability. Like, you know, to me, everything is there. And obviously we're continuing to work on things all the time and trying to get her as right. polished as possible. But, but yeah, I mean, just, Cause she was in there with, you know, she had great matches with, with women, with men. She was in yeah. scrambles and tags and triple threats and all kinds of things. And I feel like she was excelling in every environment that she was put in. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, 11 is definitely fair, but you know, to me, she could easily be top five also. Yeah, she does. And in, in, you make a great point. Fairness, she, I feel like she gets a lot of different stuff thrown at her. Um, like a lot of different match types, men and women. She's held a title, multiple titles. So yeah, I feel like she's uh, putting in the work for sure. So that's uh, I think that's a fair assessment. Maybe I should have put her a little higher. You know, I'll, I'll we're gonna review the tape and get better. That's what I like <laughs> to say. So I've been saying to everything now, everything in my life. Yeah, we're gonna review the tape and get better. So, um, uh, Jeff, it's been it's been uh it's been great to have you on. Do you have any? Uh, I want to know any twenty twenty two. Is there anything you are you just taking it day by day? Is there anything you want to achieve in this year? specifically? I mean, it's pretty similar to last year. Like I'm kind of at a point in my career and also just kind of with where the world is and everything. I want to be pretty selective about what I do, you know, like I'm not just gonna, you know, and I don't say this for everybody because there are certain wrestlers at certain points in their career who need to be going out and doing as much as they can, you know, doing every possible show, getting as much experience as they can. But I feel like this is going to be year 12 for me. So like I'm at a point where I just really want to be doing high quality stuff. It doesn't have to be weekly or daily or anything like that, but it's like whatever I do end up doing, I want it to be as important and as far reaching as possible. And I feel like I did that last year because almost every match that I had was noteworthy in one way or another. You know, they were a lot of title matches, a lot of like programs and feuds and things. And I was proud of like, even though I didn't wrestle a ton, like I was wrestling in very high quality situations. So that's what I want to continue doing in 2022. You know, even if you don't see me out there week after week, when you do see me, it's going to be something that interests you and something that you want to see what happens and then see what happens after that. So, so yeah, it's mostly just about, I would say quality over or quantity at this point. And uh, there's some things in the works I can't 
can't confirm anything as of yet for 2022, but, and, you know, honestly, it was supposed to have started already. Like I was supposed to have faced Alex Shelley by now, but mm-hmm. you know, pandemic situation, yeah. uh, put that on hold. Uh, right. got Davey Richards, got Davey Richards scheduled for February, you know, hopefully everything comes together there, but yeah. kind of and then, um, yeah, like I said, we've got something else sort of cooking up. I'm pretty sure I'll have another match announcement for February, but, you know, got to work some things out, finalize a few things. But I think once those uh, details get hammered out, it'll be uh, one of the more significant uh, bookings that I've had in a while. So, so yeah, we've got some got some ores in the uh, water for 2022 and, you know, it should be should be interesting. That's awesome. Those are huge names. And people who've never wrestled before, and I'm sure you can learn a ton from them. Like I said, we're uh, we'll never forgive you for some stuff, but uh, I think right now, Chris and I can confidently say that we wish you the best this year. You know, and we probably will still boo you when you're in the ring, just because you wrestle a lot of the people we like. But uh, you know, there's a part. That's a part. I think there's a part of us that wants you to succeed, so we wish you the best. Well, I mean, you know, there's there's uh, no accounting for taste when it comes to you guys, but you know, I'm glad. That- <laughs> At least in this situation, we were able to, you know, acknowledge and appreciate, you know, what I bring to the table. And I think that uh, hopefully I'll just force you guys to do that again next year or this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mutual level of respect is what this conversation is. Yeah. That's, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Uh, Before you go on, uh, people follow you on Twitter, right? I think that's your main thing. Yeah. uh, That's at GPA thinks on Twitter. I'm also uh, GPA IG on Instagram. Cool. All right. Thanks, Jeff. We uh, we appreciate uh, and respect you. <laughs> uh, well, you're right to do so. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I mean, right. I think uh, I think we were respectful, right? Yeah, I mean, we had... you said it right at the end. M- mutual respect on that one. I mean, yeah. we we can appreciate you know what he's done, what he's been doing, and uh, we'll see what this year brings for GPA. But I mean. As far as I know, forever and always until he changes my mind, we still, you know, hashtag beat up GPA. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think, we're, I think we'll still, we'll still use that hashtag, but, uh, and, uh, yeah. And I think we can finally put the, this past year's shy 25, the rest. I think, uh, I appreciate you allowing me to run with this idea. Obviously you had your say in the list, of course. Um, Appreciate the the this gives us a little bit of creative flexibility, you know. I like to do that. I put some thought into it. Uh, it's not that I just threw this list together, right? But I think you you left it with enough room for people to have an opinion, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff making a case of like, yeah, like, well, Laney could be in the top five. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, when we talked to to the guys at the the wrestling familia at the end of the of the year like they also you gave them a preview into the into what the list was going to look like and and everybody had their opinion with some good points so i think that's that's why uh this list kind of works it gives people something to talk about and share opinions uh when otherwise we would just keep cheering on for the same people and and, and not making that conversation yeah yeah no i think you said it, you said it really well so the the article will always be on twosandface.com but yeah we probably won't be pushing it out anymore unless someone asks and uh i think we just kind of move on and talk about some upcoming shows that are happening like there's an upcoming warrior show i don't have the date on me (laughs) don't have the date on me for that uh but hopefully 
hopefully, you know, they can all go on as planned. That's the that's the hope. But it's yep. not something we can control. The upcoming Warrior Wrestling show is Warrior 19, 19 shows. Damn. Um Saturday, February twelfth at Cicero Stadium. So that's not a small venue. I mean, they're they've been increasing their venues. So you know, over the past couple of shows. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how they perform at Cicero. Um, I mean, and again, like it's it's a warrior show. They never disappoint. Bandito's doing his. You know, he's coming back. Um, I know they're bringing the bis- the Briscoes against the the Work Horsemen tag teaming again in a while. Um, that's so awesome. That- Warhorse versus Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle is somebody that I hadn't heard much of in the recent, you know, year, year and a half. But, you know, I'm sure he was doing this thing, I think, in ROH. Mm-hmm. Um, Santana's coming, going against uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Okay. He Lince wrestles in Dor- Japan a lot. I know that. Lincer Dorado, dude, against Sam Adonis. Lince Bro, Warriors a full-blown Lucha promo promotion, basically. You know, they got, they got the Lucha on lock. And they're going to Cicero, so I'm sure that people are down for that. And then you had a you have a fatal four way with uh, Zane, uh, Reed, Gringo Loco, and Blake Christian. So wow, Gringo Loco, yeah. There were some crazy lucha spots I saw from the GCW Hammerstein show this past weekend, and Gringo was involved in that. So Mm -hmm. someone's going to flip. If you don't see, what is the over under on flips? In um in this show, like sixteen and a half flips. I have no idea. I mean, again, <laughs> I well, you mentioned Bandito. He's going against Dante Martin. Okay. So that nice. alone also is going to be. It's going it to be crazy. It seems very lucha heavy. Yeah, uh, they I usually mean, go more buffet, but see, this seems very lucha heavy ish. You know, that's not bad, and and I think the crowd in Cicero will probably like that a lot. Right, right. Like they they know their audience. I mean, I. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to announce Thunder Rosa. I don't think she's been announced for that show. Okay. Um, that would sell tickets, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> everybody's doing doing pretty well in that card, so she'll bring people in. Um, I'm not even gonna say that I'll be there because it'll be last minute call. <laughs> <laughs> not even gonna hype myself over it. Um, I'm it's excited just to see the matches. Man, man. What was on that? Demand, the digital on demand is always there. You that, know? Yeah, you that's to, right. We can support in other ways. You know, we supported GPA today, something we don't really do. But hey, <laughs> that's right. We did it digitally. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, and so, so far, as far as it stands, uh, Zello Pro is also, you know, having oh, yes. their show on the 13th. So, Warriors on the 12th. Uh, Zello will be on the 13th in Lombard, Lombard, Illinois. I don't think I've been out there. City of Lompton. There are the show is called Violent Valentines. Yes. Um, oh, I think this is where, where GPA's uh scheduled to go against David Richards, right? Right, it is. It is. Um yeah. Kylie's on that show, Jordan Grace on the show, Laney Lux on that show. Laney and Jordan are wrestling each other. So yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, it should be should be good. I mean, we'll we'll keep a, definitely an eye on that. Uh yeah, Jeff Jeff uh has a tweet 
in 2010, my rookie year, I was regularly going to ROH shows where Davey was delivering classics. In 2012, I got the train under Davey while he was ROH champion. A decade later, we meet to decide who walks out Zala champion. Work until your idols become your rivals. Look at that. That's sweet. He didn't even mention that. He's holding back on us. <laughs> GP is a great follow on Twitter, whether you like or love him or hate him. I'll say that. There we go. You can always follow him at not well, yeah. Hashtag put up GPA when you follow him, but you can mm-hmm. follow him at GPA Thinks. GPA Thinks. And I think that's our show. Yeah, that's a wrap. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and YouTube as well. I mean, this whole episode will be on YouTube as well. You can get to see, you know, GPA, and you get to see Trevor and his cheetah print shirt. Um, all content can be found at Two Heels in a Face. At number two, heels in a face. You can check out that uh, shy twenty-five article at twoheelsandaface.com. Again, same thing. Number two, heelsandaface.com. Charlie, any final thoughts on this episode? No. Uh, yeah, I mean, you use the hashtag beat up GPA. That that gets them more pub, whether you love them or hate them. And, and uh, don't forget to, uh, you know, hashtag. Uh, was it Team Chico? Push Chico. Viva where, Chico. where is Chico? Viva La Chico. Where, where is Chico? Yeah. Um, you know, keep up with Chico. Let me make that right quick so we can put that <laughs> <laughs> and fix that. Um, I think that uh, Team Chico was a leftover from a previous episode. But hashtag Viva La Chico. Yeah, definitely. That's Support a wrap. him as well. Thanks. And uh, all right. I think that's it.